This podcast is a member of the Place to Be Nation family. Visit us at placetobenation.com, the only place to be in your pop culture world. Flunkies and junkies, welcome to the NWA Saturday special. As we get closer to NWA 75, we break down all things in the uh, new uh, version of the NWA. The We call it the Billy version uh, of the NWA. Sometimes we're happy, sometimes we're not. But I can't break this down alone. I got to bring in my uh, partner, the podfather himself, Scott Griscolo. How are you? Hello, sir. How are you doing? What's going I'm doing on? Great. I'm doing great. We're doing great. You know, we're, we're we're getting ready to, you know, count down to NWA 75. It seems like we got some uh, some news to bring tonight, which is nice. We got a lot of stuff yeah. to talk about this evening. You are correct, sir. And uh, you know, things are starting to heat up a little bit. Um, yes. Or I, I mean, I guess I mean, would you call this their Big pay-per-view there. This is their WrestleMania. WrestleMania? That's, I mean... Yeah, it's definitely their WrestleMania. I can't put that at Crockett Cup because Crockett Cup's tag team, so... Yeah. Crockett Cup's like the Rumble. Because the, uh, the winner... The Crockett Cup's almost like the Rumble for tag teams because the winner of the Crockett Cup usually gets a world title shot, and they are, as we mentioned on last week's show. Knox and Murdoch will be getting a world title, world tag team title shot on Sunday night, too, against either La Rebellion or Blunt Force Trauma, BFT, because they're wrestling Saturday night. So the winner of that match will get Knox and Murdoch, the greatest, most creative tag team name of all time, uh, on night two. The main event is what we'll talk about tonight, though, because a couple of huge steps have been announced for that match, which may, may make us look up a little bit. But we are going to, I want to make an announcement about the show at the end. So remind me, in case I forget. I okay. want to make an announcement about the show. So our show, not NWA 75, our show. Um, all right. So why don't we dive in? Uh, they. I feel like they haven't been doing NWA USA a lot lately. Uh, they, what they've been doing is they air, they, they put on YouTube the full episode of Pewi. And then they, over the next couple of days, they, um, they kind of, drop clips from power on the YouTube channel, which I kind of don't get. I don't know why you would bother, but anyway. Um, so I haven't, there really hasn't been an episode of NWA USA in a while, but anyway, uh, they, these, uh, these Matt, these shows that we're watching are still from Highland park. Now that was only what three weeks ago. 
Yeah, it was yeah. the ninth. Yeah. So this is so this is only the third episode from that taping. So that's not that bad. It's not that old. Yeah, I think they I think they tape a whole bunch of stuff though in that period of time. Well, so. I do we do know that they will be doing a TV taping uh the Monday and Tuesday after NWA seventy five in Nashville, thank God, because two years ago when they did tapings in St. Louis, they were so bad after like the third show. Last oh, wow. year they didn't do that. They went back to Nashville after after being in St. Louis and and they're going to do that this year as well. Um, probably also because the, whatever, the meat stick room or tenderloin room, whatever it's called, or the prime rib room, whatever the fuck <laughs> it's called, the fucking filet mignon room, whatever the hell it is, um, probably needs to be used for something else, you know, a butcher's convention or something. I don't know. Any event. Um, so why don't we go over uh, Power and, uh, and then we'll, we'll update you on what the card looks like for... Uh, uh, for NWA 75, of course, it is the final weekend of August, which is the 26th and 27th. So, yes, night one of NWA 75 is the same night as AEW All In, in at Wembley. But, of course, in, with it being at Wembley, that's going to be during the day and or, well, during the day here. So by the time NWA 75 starts, AEW's pay-per-view will probably be over. So really no conflict. So anyway, uh, I don't think there's a. Sh- I don't think WWE is WWE doing anything the next night. No, because the next weekend, I think. I think uh, yes, there's a pay per view. I think Labor Day weekend. WWE, I think maybe it's the weekend after. I don't know. Anyway, oh no, AEW is doing a show Labor Day weekend. They're doing All Out. It's like a sex. It's like a sex week. All in and then all out and then all in and then all out and then all in and then all out. It's a sex pay per view. Um. Anyway. Uh, all Out is the following weekend uh, in uh, Chicago. Anyway, all right. So this is the third show that was taped from um, the weekend that they were in Chicago. So here we go. The opening match. Uh, so ja- the uh, the Savages tag team and the Blunt Force Trauma tag team split up into singles matches, which was a big Vince thing back in the day. Um, well, it's kind of half and half, I guess. Uh, Carnage, which is, of course... Um, Carnage's Marche Rocket uh, taking on Jax Dane. So you have two heels. Typical fucking Billy. Um, I love that. They talk about NWA wants to go back to clear faces and clear heels, and they have two heels wrestling each other. So Yeah, go figure. Yeah. Uh, a decent little power match. Uh, Carnage won by count out at four and a half minutes. Uh, that's all right. It's a typical power match. Yeah, but, but after was, the match. Was, yeah, yeah, okay. You're going to get into Okay, go ahead. So after the match, Jax Dane, uh, for some odd reason, starts jawjacking with uh, Tim Storm. Uh, of course, you know, for once, Billy's actually using real history because, of course, Jax Dane and Tim Storm have history because it was Tim Storm who defeated Jax Dane for the NWA World's Heavyweight Championship back in 2015. So there's there is some history there. But after that... Joe Galley, you know, you know, try to question it. And Tim Storm says, this is my job now at this table. I don't. That's we're keeping that in the past. We have history. And that's exactly what it is. History. So. Which means uh, history. Um, which means that they'll wrestle. They're going to be wrestling each other. In WA 75. Pretty much. Um, next up, speaking of Knox and Murdoch, the greatest, most creative tag team name ever. Uh. Knox and Murdoch, um, they should be called, like, the Grizzled Cowboys or the, I don't know, the 
fucking sheriffs of Chicago. I don't know. Something. I don't know. Some fucking name that's fancy pants or something. I don't know. Anyway, Knox and Murdoch, the winners of the Crockett Cup, and we'll be getting a world tag team title shot at NWA 75. They defeated Russ Jones and Schaff. You damn right. Shaff! Uh, at 5'11". Eh, decent little power match. Um, we had an interview with Mims, who said he is going to take out Blake Troop, the other half of Savages. And, of course, he did, and he lost. Uh, <laughs> Blake Troop beat him by referee's decision. He had him in, like, a, I don't know, like a toehold or something. I don't know, some kind of, like, like a toehold or some kind of a, I don't know. With some kind of a, uh, a like, a toe. I don't know, like a foot, kind of like an Indian death lock, I guess you could say. And um, Mims did not tap out, but the referee called it. So Mims is losing matches by other, you know, other people do it for him. So uh, poor Mims. Anyway, um, next up, a non-title tag team match. This was interesting. You have Jordan Clearwater and Odinson. And they're in that scramble match for a U.S. tag team title shot at NWA 75. They were taking on the U.S. tag team champions, the country gentlemen, A.J. Kazana and Anthony Andrews, in a non-title match. And in 719, they won. Mm. Jordan Clearwater and Odinson won a non-title match. So I wonder if that means that um, they are in the inside track to possibly win uh, the scramble and get the U.S. tag title shot. Probably not because Billy probably will forget this match happened. So who knows? Anyway, um, we get some interviews with uh, let's see, uh, Eric Jackson. He's inter he's interrupted by um, the Angelina Loves guy. There, his name escapes me. Uh, Eric Jackson's pretty much a jobber, but this is a good little interview segment. And then the main event, we had a title match. The NWA World Junior Heavyweight title on the line. Your champion, Kerry Morton, big-time heel now. Taking on Matt Vine, who we've seen, eh, we see on and off on power. He's a good little cruiserweight, a junior heavyweight. I think he's been on pay-per-views, too. Uh, you know, decent little four-minute match, 440. Matt Vine actually hit a couple of, uh, you know, big, like, sidewalk slam kind of maneuvers couple of finisher-type maneuvers, and uh, Kerry Morton looked very good being in peril, but he eked out the win uh, at the end. So, good, no, it's a good match. I really lo I love Kerry Morton as a heel. I really do. Yeah, he's kind of a smarky little fuckstick. I like him, too. He's 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 trying to be cool, but we all know he's not, so he's a good heel because nobody likes him. He's a, exactly. He's not really that cool. So uh, He, of course, is... Locked in at NWA 75. Of course, he is defending his junior heavyweight title against um, uh, against um, Colby Carino. I really wish that you know he would put on some muscle, Kerry Morton, because I think he could. He really could be a great heel. He could maybe even you know an upper card heel. You know. Right? Yeah, I, I I I don't disagree with you on that. I mean, I know the NWA is not all about look, but I just think it would just it would just add to his persona a little bit. No, I agree with you. 
I think, uh, you know, he's a good wrestler. I don't think we ever denied he was a bad wrestler. He just, he's just very, he doesn't have his dad's it. You know what I mean? He doesn't have that but it. Like, that's why he, he, he's better as a heel. Yeah. And eventually, I think he will turn on Ricky and beat the shit out of him. I think that's the best thing. Because Ricky Morton as a heel is stupid. I think, I think, uh, uh he's not Richard Morton. <laughs> We're going to restart the York Foundation? <laughs> that would be pretty great, actually. All right. So here is the updated card now, as we are about a week away. Um, so we have four matches locked in for night one, four matches locked in for night two, and then eight matches that are kind of in limbo still. So... Locked in for night one. And let's see, one, two, uh, three of the four. Wait a minute. Oh, okay. So all four matches that have been locked in for Saturday have a direct a direct uh, reflection of how Sunday will go. So, so the four matches that are locked in for both nights have something to do with each other. So let's, let's do, let's, if that makes any sense. So on Saturday, we'll start with this. So we have the finals of the U.S. Tag Team Title Tournament, the showdown between Daisy Kill and Talos and the Fixers, Jay Bradley and Wrecking Ball Ligurski, of course. Daisy Kill and Talos are heels. The Fixers are whatever the fuck they want to be, depending on the day of the week. Yes. The winner of that match will take on the country gentlemen, A.J. Kazana and Anthony Andrews, on Sunday for the United States Tag Team Championships. So there we go. Camille, hardest working champion in that company, defends the world women's title against Natalia Markova. The winner of that match will take on the winner of the Burke Invitational Gauntlet, which is also Saturday. Your participants at the moment, Allison Kay, CJ, Heather Monroe, MJ Jenkins, Ruthie J, Samantha Starr, Baby Doll's daughter, Sierra, Taylor Rising, the Wode, W-O-A-D, and more participants to be announced. So the winner of the gauntlet gets a shot Sunday against either Camille or Natalia Markova, depending who wins. So Dr. G, I know we have a few weeks before our pre- before we actually do an official preview episode. At the moment, now you could change your mind, obviously, over the next, whatever, four weeks, with there being a Burke Invitational winner, does Camille actually lose on Saturday, or does she lose Sunday to the winner of the Invitational? Does anybody in that Invitational have the gravitas to... I mean, I think she would lose to Markova, but I could see them to try to create excitement because having Camille defend it the second day and maybe just having a surprise because, you know, there's more participants to be named. I, I just, I don't know who, who else I could see beating her, to be honest. Now, who's to say that Saturday's match ends in a schmaz and Natalia Markova somehow gets a yeah, shot. Uh, yeah, in, I can see that happening. In the gauntlet match, wins it. We get a rematch on night two and that's where Natalia Markova beats her. That's entirely possible. That sounds like a Billy that's, thing. That's a total Billy thing. So I, I, I 
again, you you thought she was going to lose last pay per view, and I said no. I, I think anything could happen here, but I can see her possibly losing it right now. And I don't know if Camille is looking, you know, what her contract status is, if she's looking to go to a bigger company or. Right. Because she's one of those, even though, you know, she's been a great champion, but I almost feel like she needs the championship for her, her character. Hmm. Unless they put her in a better, a different storyline. I I don't, I, I think she's so much of a better heel. But problem is, her you got we got to have some baby faces. Natalia Markova, I don't know what she is to be honest. But that's Billy's problem. He's sitting here telling everybody, "I want to go back to the days of faces versus heels." And then you have like fifty sh- fifty people with shades of gray. I didn't mean to use a fifty shades of gray as a joke, but literally two thirds of your roster could be any of them, could be either. And that's not how a creative department or the way a creative is supposed to be run for a pro wrestling promotion. You need to have good guys. You need to have bad guys. You need to have good girls. You need to have bad girls. You can't have, I want to do faces and heels, and then every week they just you just figure out how you want them to be on that certain night. That's not how you book a promotion. I agree. That's not how that works. I mean, you got to have faces and you got to have heels. It's pretty simple. I mean, I'd like to Wrestling see one on one. I'd like to see Camille keep it, but something tells me I think this this is going to be the pay per view. The other thing is, like we've talked about. If Camille lose, now we'll elaborate again, folks. We don't want to dive into a preview. We still got a whole month, but we will do, of course, an official uh, uh, preview show. For, you know, I mean, we'll make we'll make our official picks on all the matches. But I just want to kind of allude with about a month to go what we're thinking. But anyway, so Camille will take on Natalia Markova on Saturday night, and the winner of that match will face the winner of the Burke Invitational on Sunday for the World Women's Title. Now, before I talk about the main event, oh, wait, forgot about the tag match. So, on Saturday night for the World's Tag Team Championship, your champions, of course, La Rebellion, will take on BFT, Blown Force Trauma, of course, Carnage and Damage. The winner of that match goes to Sunday, and they will take on the 2023 Crockett Cup winners, the highly creative team of Knox and Murdoch. So... So we're going to have two women's title matches. We're going to have two tag, two world tag team title matches at the pay-per-view at that weekend. Well, yeah, you got to put the belt on the line. This, these are the shows to do. Exactly. Yeah. Now, before we get to the main event and the big news that was announced today, or I guess, or I shouldn't say today because it's Saturday. It was either Friday or Thursday. We'll get to that in a minute. Here are the matches that are in limbo still. Not in limbo, meaning that we don't know if they're going to happen. Limbo, we don't know what night they're going to be. So as we mentioned, Kerry Morton is defending the junior heavyweight title against Colby Carino. That should be a fun match. Of course, the national heavyweight title is vacant because um, EC3 chose to cash it in for a shot at Tyrus. We'll get to that in a minute. So there is a three-way match for the vacant title. Kratos, Kratos, Odinson, and Throwbilly Silas. Does Throwbilly Silas finally win it after losing twice to EC3? We will see what happens. Tom Latimer will be defending the world television title. And I got to I got to be honest, Dr. G, and they did it again this past Tuesday. They they are alluding to to Tom Latimer and the Lucky 7. They've said it multiple times every week and he I think as we we counted, he is at 5. So he only needs two more 
successful defenses to be able to cash it in and go for the gold. Let's keep that in mind. Yeah. Now, what I'm wondering is what happens if he does get the seven before before that weekend? Yeah. Hmm. Because that, uh, we're going to get to that match next. I don't think you can add a, a a third component into this. So not anymore. Yeah, not that's what I'm saying. So. We found out today. We'll get to that in a minute. Um. So both TV champions, Tom Latimer for the men, Kenzie Page for the women, they will both be defending the world television title. Uh, the women's tag team champions, M95, Maddie and Missa Kate, they will be defending their straps. Uh, the brothers of Funstruction, <laughs> Yavo and Rufo, they apparently now have a manager. Their manager is, and this is ridiculous, Violent J, who is, of course, one half of the Insane Clown Posse. ICP. Welcome everyone to 1998. <laughs> Who's going to come out with the Cartman doll? Exactly. Where is Giant Silva now, huh? It's interesting. Um, did you know that there could, you know, JCP was there, or what, yeah, JCW. It was not Juggalo Championship Wrestling. Did you know this? It was Juggalo Championship Wrestling. Shit wrestling. Makes sense, was, right? Billy wasn't involved in that at one time, was he? I doubt it. I mean, it, it was based in the Midwest. It was, I think, I'm pretty sure it was based in Illinois, but I don't think he had any. I mean, I might be wrong, but. um, So they're going to take on somebody. Yabo Rufo, yes. We have to have a slot for the fucking clown team. Okay. Just to make you happy. The true clown tag team is Billy and Pat Kenny. They're the true clown tag team. The brothers of no talent destruction or something. Anyway, um, <laughs> Homicide is taking on Joe Alonzo, and he'll probably kick the shit out of him. And then, of course, the open challenge of one Matthew Cardona. Not sure what night that'll be. I have a feeling that's going to be Sunday. Cardona will be on the card Sunday, depending who the TBA is. That should be very interesting. All right. Now, the news that has come out, it came out late Thursday and early yesterday, if you're listening to this on Saturday morning. Of course, we all know the main event, the last match, Sunday night, Tyrus will be defending the World's Heavyweight Championship against EC3. We knew that already. But... There is new stips attached to this match now, Dr. Giovanni. Giovanni. Stip, I don't know. It's like when I call Steve, Steve Aloysius Willie. I just add names. Roll with it, Willie. You've known me 30 fucking years. Um, <laughs> I call him Steve Aloysius Willie. I call Nate Nathaniel. And you're now Dr. Giovanni. I'm going to start just calling you Dr. Giovanni. What do you, you want me to call you Dr. Rayos? You're sitting there saucing, jarring sauce? What are you doing? Go jar some sauce. Oh, my gosh. You know, I got a question about pizza that we're going to talk about on the back end of the show tonight that I wanted, I wanted to talk to you about. Um, so, so Tyrus is defending the world's title against EC3. It has now been announced that that is now a bull rope match. 
Remember when Triple H was, everyone thought Triple H was channeling his inner Ric Flair in 2003 with the long title reign and the different colored shorts and all the cheating to win? Is is Tyrus channeling his inner Dusty Rhodes? He had to have a tag team called the Midnight Riders. Now he has to be in bull rope matches. I mean, he's already fat, so I mean, that kind of goes with that too. Well, but... I- I think Dusty trained him or worked with him. I think he is a big Dusty guy. Well, the other step, and this is a big deal now, Dr. G. If Tyrus loses, not only does he lose the world title, he must retire. So, that being said, has the door now been opened for us to get what we wanted and Tyrus out of there? Think about that, Dr. G. You don't have to answer now. Obviously, we'll talk about it when we do our preview special in a few weeks. Um, all right. I, I think Tyrus is, I mean, I think Tyrus is done. I think He's doing great on Fox, and he does does his tour, and he's selling out all over the place. Um, you know, uh, he doesn't need to do this anymore. So I, I think it's, I think he's probably going to leave. I think, and I, I think his body, I don't think his body can handle, a, 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 you know, a regular wrestling schedule because he's I not, mean, he's not able to train the way he used to because, um, you know, he's doing, he's busy doing his other stuff. I agree. So I, this might be going in the direction that you want to see it go. Yeah, I agree. So, there you go. That's your updated NWA 75 uh, card. So, we have four locked-in matches for Saturday, four locked-in matches for Sunday. They all have something to do with each other. And then we have eight more matches, most of them titles, that are still in limbo as to where those will be. And I don't see anything marked for um, the pre-show. That would be on YouTube. So, um, Now, of course, we have alluded to the fact that we have not been happy in the general scheme of things. Dr. Giovanni and I have not been very happy with the direction and the uh, product that the National Wrestling Alliance has been handing us. So we, uh, we, we've kind of alluded to the fact that if we didn't like the way things went, uh, the last weekend of August, we were going to uh, exit stage. Well, we're not going to necessarily do that. We're going to make an announcement in one month's time. We are going to announce something involving this program when we do the NWA 75 reaction special, which will drop on Monday morning, August 28th. Big announcement about the future of this program. On, and a lot of it is a lot of it is predicated on what happens at NWA seventy five. So stay tuned. You'll want to listen to. Well, I, I I'd like to thank all of you that listen to our show, which we love you, and we thank you for your support. Will sure. when you listen to the reaction special, there will be a big announcement at the end of the reaction special. Um, and yes, it is not a secret that what we decide to do will be predicated on what happens that Sunday night in St. Louis. 
just wanted to, you know. Put it out there? Put it out there. So. Now. Uh, so there's your update on this past week's Power, which wasn't a bad show, and the updated cards. So pretty much all the belts will be on the line. We don't have opponents for a lot yet. Tom Latimer needs a, an opponent. Kenzie Page needs an opponent. Well, I say the big the big thing was the stipulation on the... Um, the bull rope thing didn't surprise bull. me. The Tyrus retiring if he loses definitely surprised me. I was not expecting that. not going to lie. So. Um, there you go. Uh, so, uh, while we have a few moments on the really big show this week... So there's a Facebook group that I'm in. The doctor's in it too, actually. It's called Pizza Holics. Not anymore. <laughs> and no, you're you're actually still in it because I can tag you. You didn't know that. You are still in the group. You just don't read anything. Although I did tag you the other day with something that you'd find funny. Anyway, it's about a it's a it's a group of you know based on people who post pictures of pizzas in their area all over the country, and you know some of the people in there get a little ornery, but. They do post pictures of pizza. Most of it's Connecticut. There's some. I don't see a ton of New Yorkers though. We gotta get some more New Yorkers in that group. Ton of Connecticut, ton of Jersey, and then other states where they probably shouldn't be taking pictures of their pizza. But I have a question. So for all of our fans, and if you're a fan that lives in this part of the country, I'd love your your input. So you could, if when you listen, if you listen on the Podbean app, you can comment on this show. Please do so. What is Buffalo, New York pizza? Because I keep getting people posting stuff about that people that live up in the Buffalo area that take pictures of, their, of the pizza. And they're calling it the best Buffalo pizza I've ever had. And I think to myself, what the fuck is Buffalo pizza? I'm, I'm confused because um, New Haven has a is a style. New York has a style, meaning the city, the boroughs. Uh, Detroit has a style. I'm, I'm looking forward to actually trying some some authentic, not Pizza Hut, but authentic Detroit pizza next weekend. There's, um, you know, Chicago's, you know, casserole. Um, but I've never heard of Buffalo pizza. And the only thing that I've noticed, Doctor... When anybody posts a picture of buffalo pizza, is that there's pepperoni on it. Now, I love pepperoni. I know you do. I think pepperoni is your favorite topping, I think. Or is it cherry peppers? What is your favorite pizza topping? I always thought pepperoni, it was pepperoni has always been my favorite. So it's pepperoni. All right. So you would like to look at these pizzas. They don't look that bad. But I'm saying to myself, I'm looking at this pizza, and I'm like, well, what's the style? It just looks like a pizza. Okay. It's not, yeah, I, it's, I, not, I, it's not very – It's not. There's not, a, there's not a ton of char in the crust. I'll tell you what it what – uh, just reading an article here. I'm just trying to look it up. Buffalo style has a Detroit amount of cheese with a Motor City trim, a Marine under uh, main undercarriage, and a New York City sole. This is what somebody said. It says it features a light, fluffy crust and a semi-sweet sauce, a lot of a lot of mozzarella and and um, mozzarella and cup and char pepperoni. So it has like a cup, you know, the cup and char. Yeah, the cup pepperoni. Yep, yep. I like cup pepperoni actually. So that's. I don't know what the fuck char. What the fuck is char pepperoni? What the hell is that? Pepperoni. I guess they charred a little bit. I don't know. Uh, that makes no sense. 
Everybody makes fun of New Haven's pizza, yet everybody, yet people in Buffalo want burnt pepperoni. Yeah, I mean that's that's basically. So the sauce and the toppings go all the way to the edge of the pizza. The sauce has a little sweeter taste to it. The pepperonis are cup and char. As for the cheese, you have to have have the perfect cheese pull on it. So when you pull the slice off the the pie, the cheese is really trying to fight you. Hmm. I don't like. I like extra cheese. I got no problem with extra cheese. We're all we're all Guidos. How do we not like cheese? It, it's kind of in our blood, which is probably not a good thing. Um, I'm not a doughy crust fan. I don't like. I mean, I'm a New Havener, so I like my pizza. I like my crust a little well done. Little, not a lot, a little. And it's not the crust that's well done; it's the cornmeal. For you fucking jerk offs that keep confusing me with it, or trying to confuse yourself with it, I should say, not confuse me. You're confused. It's not the crust that's that's well that's charred; it's the cornmeal from the brick oven. That's what's charred. Some Urgh. people do do like their crust charred, though. Yeah, they do. So, um, your wife doesn't. Um, so I'm looking at this Buffalo pizza. So for you Buffalo fans, I'll tell you this. I love pepperoni. And I do love extra cheese. But I got to be honest, not a fan of doughy crust. I like my crust with a little body. I don't like it too too squishy. So, but if I ever am in Buffalo, well, the doctor's got to go to the anchor bar to get his wings. But I would we would find a, an authentic, I guess, or hometown Buffalo pizza joint. And have a have have a pizza. It's almost got like a focaccia kind of. Yeah, I don't know if I like that with pizza. Yeah, I don't, I don't yeah, know. You know I, what? I have to try it before I say I don't like. Yeah, it. I'm just not just the way it describes. I probably would not be a fan of the crust. Uh, sauce flavor. I just want it to taste good. If it, even if it's a little extra sweet, if you're if you're putting stuff like pepperoni on it, the the little spicy oil will mix in with the sweet sauce. It'll probably it probably tastes pretty good. Um, I just, I had to say that because I, I, and again, I'm not dogging you, you wonderful people of Buffalo, not, I'm just saying that I looked at pictures of your pizza and I'm not understanding what it is. What's the style. Now I've got a description. I got to be honest, not a fan of doughy crust, but I like a lot of pepper. They didn't say doughy. They said fluffy. There's a difference between doughy and fluffy. Sounds like Billy's next tag team, doughy and fluffy. There's going to be a faction with uh, Rufo and Doopy and Goopy and fucking Doinky or whatever. Oh, Violent J is going to have this. <laughs> Championship wrestling. Anyway. Anyway, I just had to say that. So, um, so, uh, oh, you just sent me a picture. Yeah, see, it didn't look like this. I got to I got to show you the picture. But anyway, so there you go. That's this week's show. Just want to let everybody in on, you know, the update on NWA 75 and our on our show. Don't worry about it. We're not going anywhere. But end up, but the NWA results will tell a lot about what the future of our show will be. Yeah. So looking ahead. Uh, next weekend, of course, is uh, SummerSlam in the Motor City. It is also GCW is doing a show Friday night. So we're going to take next week off. We're going to take next weekend off. GCW. I will not be going. Um. I, I'm going to the Tigers game uh, because the, the GC because I thought the GCW show I'm I'm not not wanting to go but usually GCW shows start at like ten and I was willing to do that but the show's at eight and I already bought my 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 Tigers ticket so oh you did you bought a ticket already I didn't know that 
Yeah. Oh, up in the out in the outfield. Um, and then we're all going as a group on Saturday to the Tigers. So we're going to two Tigers games, one to Comerica twice. Uh, my goal though is to try some authentic Detroit pizza. I'll probably do that on Sunday because my flight's not leaving Sunday till like five thirty or six o'clock. So I'll probably get some some Detroit pizza. And see how it is. It looks like Sicilian, but with that weird cheese like thing. It's like a sheath. Should be interesting. Hmm. Anyway, uh, so we're going to take next weekend off. So we'll be back with our next episode on Saturday, August 12th. We'll be back. And that'll give us, that'll put us two weeks from. (laughs) Yep. We'll be back for that. Uh, So uh, follow us on Twitter, please, at PTBN Wrestling. You follow the doctor and I on our individual Twitters, but follow the brand at PTBN Wrestling. We had a great week this week. Uh, we had a new episode of uh, Play Feet Podcast. Uh, we're recording new episodes Monday, by the way. Um, new episode of uh, Extreme Resurrection, right? Extreme Resurrection. New episode of uh, Who's Next? The new NXT show hosted by Andy Atherton and Logan Crosland. Uh, new episode of Through the... Oh, not Through the Looking Glass. That was last week. Uh, new episode of um, Highway to the Impact Zone. Dropped yesterday. Uh, I think we're having a new episode of anything this weekend? No. It might not be for a couple weeks. But we have some good stuff uh, down the pike for you. Including a new a new monthly uh, live watch show hosted by myself and Greg Diener. We'll debut that in August. Um, so... Have a wonderful weekend, everyone. Have a great weekend next weekend. If you're going to be in Detroit, I'll have my WrestleMania 3 t-shirt on because I will be in Detroit. Not Pontiac, but in Detroit. So if you find me, just come say hi. Uh, We will be back, the Doctor and I, with your next Saturday special, two weeks, Saturday, August 12th. And we'll be two weeks out from... Ask everybody in, in Detroit how they actually pronounce it. How is it supposed to be pronounced? Detroit or Detroit? Yeah, Detroit or Detroit. Detroit? I don't know. I gotta find out. That's, uh, I'm looking yeah. forward to Ford Field. I'm kind of bummed I never got to go to the Silver Dome, but I am kind of excited to see Ford Field because I've heard it's a very nice place. I think they've had one Super Bowl there. That was that uh, Steelers win where all the Seahawks fans Make sure you about. remember it. Huh? Make sure you remember it when you go to Ford Field. Oh, I'll remember it. <laughs> I won't be drinking uh, $14 fucking PBRs, I promise. I'll probably have a beer or two. Who knows? Anyway. Uh, I don't have to get up crazy early anyway because checkout's probably noon and I don't, I don't again my flight doesn't leave till 5 o'clock so anyway uh, not that we care about my itinerary so have a wonderful weekend enjoy SummerSlam next weekend and we will be back with you in two weeks I'm Scott he's the doctor you're not Whoa.